are and who they are, but we don't know what they're going to be. There are questions about the Colts. I got five of them this morning. Indiana University, they're on the list. Indiana University basketball for Dexter Dennis, a transfer from Wichita State. Indiana right now, they have a scholarship available, but if Trace Jackson Davis opts to come back, that fills them up. What's that mean for Dexter Dennis? Good question. He's leaving Wichita State. People are transferring from Wichita State like it's on fire. I'll tell you why. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, May 5th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Look, Johnson's Plumbing is number one in plumbing. You don't want to go number two because if you go number two, you got to call the plumber. And if you're going to call the plumber, you want to call the best. That's Johnson's Plumbing. That's a little bit circuitous, but that's what we do. 765-610-8809 is the number. Hit the subscribe button. Punch a like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. I want to remind you that if you have a question, go ahead and donate. I see it immediately. It pops up in a special graphic. Helps me see the question and so I can answer it immediately. Also, call an app. Download the call-in app. We're going to do a call-in show Saturday at noon. I cannot wait. That's unless news breaks. If we get news of T.Y. Hilton signing, we're going to talk about that immediately. We'll do a call-in show immediately. Download the call-in app. It was a lot of fun last week during the draft. Had a great time. All right, here are the five burning questions about the Indianapolis Colts. And the first has to do with T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton, um, will T.Y. Hilton be re-signed? And if so, what can the Colts expect from T.Y. Hilton? Chris Ballard keeps saying that T.Y. Hilton can still play. All right, there's evidence that maybe he can. There is evidence that maybe he can't. Here is some of that evidence on both sides of the equation for T.Y. Hilton. First of all, let me just say this unequivocally. I like T.Y. Hilton. I hope he plays. I'd like to see him in a Colts uniform. I'd like to see him get 17 games under his belt this season and go out on top. Maybe find a way back to 600, 700 yards as a vertical threat for the Indianapolis Colts and not get hurt. That would be phenomenal. But over the last few seasons, what we've seen is this. There was a reduction in his use this past year. 56 catches in 2020 with Phillip Rivers as a quarterback. Last year, just 23. Number of games last year dropped from 15 to 9. Yards per attempt has actually gone up the last three years. He's gone from 7.4 to 8.2 to 8.9. That's good. How about Yak? Yak, not so good. In total, 450 yard, 55 yards of Yak in 2018. 2019 down to 213. 2020 down to 194. Last year, 71. Last year, no broken tackles for T.Y. Hilton whatsoever. That's almost unfathomable. Uh, and then you've got his snap count. This is kind of where you see that T.Y.'s gifts are in recession. Uh, in, in 2017, 90% of the offensive snaps, T.Y. Hilton was on the field. In uh, 2018, 78. Then it dropped to 72. Then in 2020, 67. Last year, 53%. So that's what that's what happens with wide receivers, especially small ones like T.Y. Hilton. The bumps, the bruises, the nicks, the gashes, 
they build up over a period of time. And all of a sudden, you turn 30, 31, 32, 33, and you can't play anymore. At least you can't play for a long period of time. And here is the cruel part of professional football and really anything that requires a lot of physical exertion and and uh, puts you in. Uh, is T.Y. Hilton a Ring of Honor guy? If he retires a Colt, he is. If not, he's not, I don't think. T.Y. Hilton's kind of on that, uh, man, is he a Ring of Honor guy? That's an interesting question. Because uh, the Ring of Honor ought to be for unquestioned greats, right? The first thing, look, he's a Ring of, of Honor guy as long as Jim Harbaugh is. If, if you want to put T.Y. Hilton up, take Jim Harbaugh down. That makes it real easy. Um, but it, 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 professional football, man, at some point the call comes and you can't play anymore. And they tell you, but every April or May, these guys feel like, man, I can get back on the field. I feel great. And then you get back on the field and you don't feel so great anymore. Uh, the fourth burning question, can Pay take a leap in year two? Here's what happens in year two. And this is both good and bad. I'll go over. I, I just pick guys kind of at random. All right. Uh, Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis are real obvious examples of guys for the Colts who who came into the league, one came in hot, the other did not. Uh, but first season to second season, Dwight Freeney went from 13 sacks, that's a lot for a rookie, to 16. That was a lot. Uh, that was year three, actually, that he got to 16. Robert Mathis, three and a half sacks to 10 and a half sacks. Made that leap in the second year. Uh, guy Robert Quinn still performing at a high level, five sacks to ten and a half in his second year. J.J. Watt five and a half sacks to twenty and a half sacks in his second year. Nick Boza nine to fifteen and a half. Miles Garrett seven to thirteen and a half. Quiddy Pay had four last year. Is he going to be one of those guys who takes a step up, or did he perform to his potential last year? Is he going to get better as a sophomore? That's the question. He needs to get better. You've got Ngakwe on one side. You've got Buckner and Stewart in the middle of that defensive line. You've got Pay on the other side. They're going to cycle guys in and out, so it's a little bit more difficult to stack up giant numbers as a defensive end for the Colts because they are going to play an eight-guy front. All right, They're going to have eight guys shuttle in and out. They're going to have four tackles. They're going to have four ends. These guys are going to cycle in and out. They're not going to play every snap. Quiddy Pay is not going to be a three-down guy for an entire game. That reduces your number of sacks. We'll see what Quiddy Pay does. We'll see what Dio Odangbo does, too. Number three, can Matt Ryan replace Phillip Rivers? You know, Reggie Wayne said to the media that Ryan's leadership reminds him so much of Peyton Manning. That's high praise. Reggie Wayne played with Peyton Manning for a long time. What, 10 years? Peyton Manning was Reggie's quarterback. Reggie is going to go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame at some point because of the work he did with Peyton Manning. He knows leadership. He knew Peyton Manning exceptionally well as a leader, and he sees the same thing in Matt Ryan. That is going to be that. You know what? Matt Ryan, his intellect is going to be huge playing quarterback. He's going to see the checkdowns. He's going to understand the route trees for the different guys in a way that the previous yo-yo didn't. But his leadership is going to be huge 
in that locker room, on that field, his productivity's got to mirror it. Uh, Ryan, by the way, is 17 months younger than Phillip Rivers was when he joined the Colts. So he's got a year, you know, to play with before he gets a year and a half even to get where Rivers was when he signed with the Colts. And Rivers was still good with the Colts. He wasn't good enough to win a playoff game. He wasn't good enough to move the ball down the field for a game-tying field goal or a game-winning touchdown in the last two and a half minutes in Buffalo. But you know what? He was good. He was good enough to keep the Colts in the game. Uh, similar stats between Ryan and Rivers in so many ways. We talked about it yesterday afternoon. If you want a detailed rundown of those stats, uh, watch yesterday afternoon's uh, video. And Reich, here's another thing about Frank Reich, and I know we crap all over Frank Reich, and this is really when the crapping time starts. When, when you've had a coach in a place for four years, the mistakes start to pile up. And we know what happens with coaches. Great plays, our credit is assigned to the players, right? Successes. Players get the love. Coaches, they get the blame for the bad calls, right? So the mistakes pile up, and we start to see coaches as flawed in year four, year five, in ways we don't in year one and two. But one thing unquestionably positive about Frank Reich is that uh, he really helps quarterbacks reach sort of their zenith statistically. Guys play to their potential under Frank Reich. He's had four starting quarterbacks in four years, and they have all put together really good, the, uh, probably the best seasons they were capable of. Luck, Brissett, Rivers, and Wentz. Wentz, you know what? <clears throat> we do a lot of hating on Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz, you look at his numbers last year, the numbers, not the tape. Look at the numbers, and the numbers were not bad. They were all right. They put Carson Wentz in that 15th in the NFL range. Good quarterback. Not great, not capable of greatness, not capable of a championship, but good. Um, number two, can Alec Pierce be dynamic in year one? Here's the one thing we know. We don't know whether he's going to be dynamic. We know he's fast. We know he runs good routes. He's got terrific hands. He played high school volleyball. He knows what to do with his hands. He knows how to high point the ball. What we don't know is how he's going to play as a rookie, right? Michael Putman, from his rookie year to his second year, <clears throat> uh, doubled his yards, right? And, and almost doubled his receptions. That's what happens from year one to year two with the receiver. Alec Pierce, we don't know what he's going to be in year one. The thing that we know is that he's going to get an opportunity because who the hell else is there to take that wide receiver two spot from him, right? Mike Strawn, Ashton Doolin, you know, Kiki Kute, uh, Paris Campbell. Now, if he's healthy, that's an option. You know what I mean? But uh, Des Patman, but really, they, they have, that room is not thick with talent. Uh, and then number one, the number one question is Gus Bradley can be, uh, can he be the upgrade the Colts fans hope for? Matt Eberflus, we didn't like. Because defense has got to be aggressive. And Matt Eberflus' defense was bend, don't break, and we don't like it. But Gus Bradley is also kind of a bend, don't break guy. Other than with the front four, he gets really aggressive with the front four so they don't have to blitz. He needs a really good defensive line, and this could be a very good defensive line for the Indianapolis Colts. Those are the five questions. Let's talk about Dexter Dennis 
who may wind up pledging Indiana University basketball. The reigning defensive player of the year in the American Athletic Conference. I got to tell you, I'm not a fan. Uh, I don't need another defender. It, it, Indiana is good defensively. They need a guy who can shoot the damn ball. Dexter Dennis, over his career, a 34% three-point shooter. I don't need another guy like that. I need a guy who shoots in the 40s. You got to make shots to win in the Big Ten. You got to be good defensively. The Hoosiers are going to be good defensively. Dexter Dennis is good defensively. But here's the other thing. If Trace Jackson Davis opts to come back, you're out of scholarships. You don't have one. You're going to have to punt a guy. I don't like punting a guy, especially for a defense first guy. Now, if Dexter Dennis was a guy who could shoot the ball at a high level, maybe you make an exception. But don't do this. Don't bring this guy in. He's down to six anyway. Uh, Clemson, G Georgia Tech, K-State, Texas A&M, Vandy join Indiana in his lists of finalists. Here's a, another thing. The Wichita State Athletic Director was fired yesterday. He did not embrace NIL. And because he didn't embrace NIL at all, eight guys from the basketball program transferred this offseason. Hey, hey, look, the winds of change are blowing. You either open the sale and haul ass or you get punted. And, and that's just the way it goes. You're going to get fired if you don't love uh, NIL and figure out a way to uh, utilize it to your best advantage. Speaking of that, the SEC and Pac-12, they're looking for federal legislation on NIL. They say uh, the existential threat of our student-athletes being deemed employees is just too troubling. What? What are you talking? You want the federal government to solve your problem? Are you insane? What problem has the federal government ever solved adequately? Ever? Stop it. Let the free market reign. Let them figure it out. Let, let's find what sea level is in the NIL kind of uh, environment, for God's sake, before you ask the federal government for assistance. Golly. Just idiocy. These people, man, what are they doing? Yeah, we need we need to meet with senators. Who in their right mind ever says such a thing? Self-governance, I got. You know, we got to get together and figure this shit out. Yes, we got to get together with senators so they can figure it out. Have you ever talked to a senator? Have you ever spent time with any of these pedantic kooks? Good heavens. And that's not political. That's not about Democrats or Republicans. They're all insufferable. All senators. Yeah, these guys are going to figure it out for you. What? All right. Hey, by the way, happy Cinco de Mayo. These people celebrating a birthday on Cinco de Mayo, which is fantastic. Doug, Will Doug Williams, the great Will Hampton, the great Jim O'Brien at Fox 59 celebrating a birthday, the great Dan Panos, Matt Hicks, happy birthday. Greg Townsend, the great Libby Zabriskie Farr, the great Melissa Fisher Cotner, happy birthday, and the great Karen Gustafson Huckabone. Good friends. Melissa and Karen, good friends. They share a birthday. Who knew? If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Thank you, Gary Moore. I appreciate the donation. Yeah, numbers never lie, but they don't always tell the truth. That's how he feels about Carson Wentz. 
100% right. You, you can't just look at statistics. Life is not about statistics. Life is about experience. And life is about mistakes, learning from them, and then moving on as a better human being. And in Carson Wentz's case, perhaps a better quarterback. There you go. Have a great day. Enjoy the Kenny Chesney concert tonight. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Cinco de Mayo, one of my favorites.